0: The third biggest myth in Ayurveda is that Ayurvedic medicines are highly commonly contaminated with heavy metals. Rubbish! Hi, I'm Dylan Smith. I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner and holistic health educator. Someone who is very passionate about Ayurvedic medicine, which is the medicine science of life. That science which governs the laws of nature which are the primordial laws of nature, which optimize longevity, longevity of the human lifespan that is long lived in a relevant, vital way, relevant so it can share its beauty and love and passions with the rest of the world to uplift and enhance everyone towards greater enlightenment and unity. That's Ayurvedic medicine. So... We are currently undergoing a short series called "The Three Biggest Myths of Ayurveda," and we're up to myth number three. Myth number one was that you have to be vegetarian. Uh-uh. Actually, Ayurveda is very much utilizes meat as medicine, and you'd be surprised that how much it utilizes meat in the system of medicine. The second myth of Ayurveda is that onion and garlic are prohibited. Uh-uh. That is a yogic thing which got confused with Ayurveda because onion and garlic have a spirituality, but there's so much more to it. Why, why did they say that onion and garlic are prohibited? And what are the medicinal effects versus the perhaps potential imbalance causative factors of onion and garlic? So we go into that in the second biggest myth of Ayurveda, which has its own podcast episode. And now... The third biggest myth of Ayurveda, in my opinion, is that Ayurvedic medicines are highly contaminated and commonly contaminated with heavy metals. Now, where did this come from? Well, a few things to it. And I've intended for years to do a in-length, in-depth episode on metals and Ayurvedic herbs. And that will happen. I'm going to interview my teacher, who's one of his specialties. But basically, there's two aspects to Ayurvedic herbs and uh herbology and minerals so not only does ayurveda give foods as medicine they give herbs as medicine but they also give minerals and metals and metals are actual medicine in ayurveda even metals like arsenic and mercury now before you go oh this is ridiculous this is how can this be happening this is stupid medicine these fools giving mercury it's highly toxic Well, actually, mercury in ever is one of the most rejuvenating, powerful, medicinal, safe herbs if it is purified in the right way. Ayurveda has this whole aspect of herbology, which, by the way, is an extremely complex branch and expression of herbology, especially when herbalists come to Ayurvedic herbology, like, wow, this is really advanced and complex and I've never seen anything like this. One of the aspects of Ayurvedic herbology is in the materia medica is what we call basmas which are metallic preparations and mineral preparations when we're purifying metals such as some of these heavy metals which quote-unquote heavy metals and toxic which are no doubt heavy metals and they are definitely mercury arsenic lead cadmium all these it certainly can be toxic and are But in Ayurveda, they utilize them in medicine in a very specific way. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. Basically, they purify in a very particular procedure, a very um, laborious procedure, uh, a very intricate, detailed procedure of purifying the metal, then calcifying it into an ash and then using it. Usually in association, always with association with other herbs, it will rarely give a single herb by itself and then use that as medicine. Now, this is called basma. It, if it's done the right way, if it's done the right way, it is completely safe. And by the way, this is not any medical advice. I do not advise you to take any of this. This is just the Ayurvedic view based on these ancient teachings. Is that These basmas are very safe to use and... According to Ayurveda, in the, if done in the right certain ways. And they are healing, extremely healing. In fact, basmas are like a very prime, high grade source of healing. Now, I don't use basmas in my clinic, and many people don't use it, particularly in the West, because it is very controversial. Okay, you can even get also non heavy metal basmas like gold basma, so the gold purified, then made into ash, or silver. Same thing, which we do use in our clinic, but you know they won't be used the the other ones because in the West it comes up on your blood tests. But although the the you you clinically inspect that patient, and it's definitely happened with patients from our clinic in India, from the from the clinic that I work and study at in India, that when they receive the, they they might be called to the hospital to come immediately because they saw that the certain metal test levels were very high and they called to the hospital and like, how did you get here? Well, I had to drive an hour away and an hour here and now I'm walking up the stairs and, come on, what is it? How are you even talking? Um, I can talk. Well, then they correlate and they figure out, well, actually, it's the Ayurvedic herbs because that person was prescribed busmas and has been taking busmas. So it, it can show up in the bloods and there's just it's, it's very hard for a practitioner particularly a health practitioner or a doctor trained in allopathy, and just in anyone particularly who's fighting these metals to, to fathom that everybody uses these metals as medicine. They certainly do. It's called Basmas. Now, that does not mean that all metals are good because another contributing factor to the myth that Ayurvedic medicines are commonly contaminated with heavy metals, which has some truth to it. This is not a complete myth. The fact that avid medicines are commonly contaminated, that's a myth. They're not commonly contaminated. However, they can be. We have to acknowledge that they can be. Why? Because not adequate hygienic practices of growing herbs and harvesting and preparing them. Right? When I've made herbs before and processed them, that's the big thing. It's, it's how do you process the herbs and what's the, the metabolic process of transforming them into a pill or whatever you're making them into. We had to get ours tested definitely because we were doing it in india and during my initiations and then it was exposed to the air because we had to dry stuff in the sun and it's just an immense complex procedure aortic herbology absolutely immensely complex and time-consuming so it can be and if people aren't doing that the right hygienic way the heavy metals can get contaminated particularly in a place like india where it's heavily polluted in certain areas so For that to really know the manufacturer, how they are processing, what are their reports, but more so having an intimate connection or having a Vedia or an Ayurvedic practitioner uh, who is very, like what we do at Vital Veda, we're very particular about who we get the herbs from, which manufacturers, right? You can get some of these classical formulas in Ayurveda, a classical formula is something which has been classically... Um, taught and shared through the classical texts, and you'll get for example, the most common classical formula might be chwanaprash which is a formula of herbs made into a paste. And you'd probably get a few hundred, at least, a few hundred companies making this formula, making this herb and selling it. Out of a few hundred companies who sell that herb Ayurveda Veda, we're very particular about Who we get it from, how it's done, because and and especially when you're dealing with some of the more advanced herbs and some certain herbs that are more prone to having some metal interactions and and aspects like that, and perhaps some more complex processing procedures and herbs that really require that purification we're very particular about who we do it because not everyone does it well. And if they don't do it well, number one, it can be contaminated with heavy metals. And number two, it's not going to be as effective because not only does it purify the herb, but it also enhances its potency. So purification, which is called shodana samskara, Shodana means purification, samskara kind of means to transform. It's where the word scar comes from. So it's kind of transforming the scars and shifting any, any scars, which a substance may have received. So Purifying that is very important and people may not do it right. So rightly so, people can speculate that it's contaminated with heavy metals. But that being said, if you know the manufacturer or if you have a practitioner who does research and can trust, like in Vadoveto, Vado, and we are absolutely meticulous. That that's I was brought up that way. I was taught that way. My teacher was is so meticulous about where we get our herbs, you know. There's a common resin called gugulu for example, which is Komnifora mukul, and it's a resin which comes from a tree. It's a very common herb. It's such a common herb in Ayurveda, actually, that it, it has its own preparations of using this gugulu. And it's a common herb, and, but we just don't get gugulu from anywhere because it absolutely has to be, it's one of the herbs that really has to have that purification procedure proper, as opposed to, say, another common herb like amalaki. It's a fruit. You take the fruit, it's Indian gooseberry, emblica officinalis is the botanical name, and it's a fruit, you take it, it's pretty easy. You can dry it, do some little light purification procedures and it's pretty safe. I'm lucky which you're going to get. Maybe you'll get some pesticides um, if you're not sure about who you get it from and if you don't have that integrity to know your source and connect to that. But otherwise, it's fine, you know, in general. Um, things like other more complex herbs like gogoloo or, or some of these mineral preparations, particularly we, we want to really know if they're doing it right. I want to know because I want the most potency and I want the safest and I want the most hygienic. So that is the third biggest myth in Ayurveda, in my opinion. And in my teacher's opinion, my teacher helped me with that third myth. That when I made this, these three biggest myths and number one was very clear to me. You got to be vegetarian. Number two was also clear to me. I garlic prohibited both big myths. And the third one, I was a little confused and he suggested this one. And I think it's because As AVA practitioners, we do get the occasional skeptic and someone acting out of perhaps excessive fear or excessive unnecessary caution that, oh, no, I can't take that, which kind of, and we're going to do a great detailed episode on this, but that really disrupts the ability to heal from a treatment protocol because you need to be able to surrender to a practitioner who you can fully trust In order to obtain maximum healing results, you want to just be able to surrender, not analyze and certainly not have any fear about the medicine you're taking. And that's the beauty with Ayurveda is is giving that space for you to surrender to an Ayurvedic physician so that you don't have to think about your health. You let the physician think about it and do all the procedures and heal. And you can just focus on enjoying your life and enjoying your health rather than focusing on the disease. So certainly not alabetic herbs and products have heavy metals the two reasons why it's thought is one because they actually do use metals as medicine and number two is because yes you're right it can be contaminated but it's really it's not that common And and it can be but it's 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 not that it's not as common as people think so we're going to do a whole show in the future on metals and basmas and not only explaining more about these heavy metals but and all the different metals and what are the medicinal qualities of metals and why they consider one of the prime therapeutic tools in Ayurveda. So stay tuned for that on the Vital Vita Podcast. You better subscribe if you want to stay tuned because that's what's going to inform you when we come out with new episodes. We do mixes of solo episodes of me, Dylan Smith, an Ayurvedic practitioner based in Australia, sharing some wisdom, and as well as we interview experts in the fields of health, consciousness, spirituality, science. So. If you appreciate this stuff, share it. If you have someone who's scared about Ayurveda medals, share this episode with them. Check out the other episodes on the show. And until next time, my friend, much, much love.